Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. And this week, Branagh's back with the long-delayed follow-up to his popular revival of an old Agatha Christie war horse. He first played Hercule Poirot in the remake of Murder on the Orient Express, which he also directed back in 2017. I see evil on this train. A passenger has died. It seems to be traditional to follow up Orient Express with Death on the Nile, which Branner duly directed. But the release date was delayed for three years by COVID. And a lot can happen in three years. Certainly enough to scupper the plans of a nice, safe sequel. I have investigated many crimes. But this... ...has altered the shape of my soul. I am Detective Hercule Poirot. And I will deliver your killer. Bad luck, in other words. And curiously, the producer for the rather wobbly Death on the Nile was the unlucky Sir Ridley Scott. But frankly, there's plenty of blame to go around on a less-than-classic thriller. Over the way in the B-movie section this week comes another example of a more modern formula, the Liam Neeson thriller. What kind of bad stuff do you do? Breaking and entering. Physical coercion. You name it, I've probably done it. Murder? Not on my menu. As usual, Liam has a shady job with the government. He has a unique set of skills. One day something happens to a close family member. It's a granddaughter in blacklight. Time for Liam to take out the trash. The end. Oh, my shit. Surprise! Oh, my God, what the... What are you doing here? Oh, it's good to see you, too. Why are you here? God damn, where do I begin? Uh, let, are you not uh, coming in this house? I'll beat up. That's right. And coming in at a fraction of the cost of blacklight, let alone the overblown death on the Nile, comes Red Rocket. This film didn't rely on luck or a formula. It started with a blank sheet of paper, an intriguing idea and a question. What happens next? Well, no prizes for guessing my favourite this week. And no, it wasn't death on the Nile. The romance of the desert has the power to seduce. The old-fashioned whodunit never goes out of fashion on TV, particularly on British TV. The big-screen version, invariably based on the novels of Dame Agatha Christie, tend to be a bit more hit and miss. I ask you... Have you ever loved so much? They're usually presented as all-star 30s extravaganzas. That was certainly the case with Kenneth Branagh's cover version of the successful 1974 film Murder on the Orient Express. So Ken's effort was, frankly, a bit of a mess, and not just his horrible moustache. But it wasn't as bad as the follow-up. Being so possessed by jealousy... 
that you might kill them. Death on the Nile seems to follow the formula. Lots of stars, or at least name actors, an exotic locale, and Sir Kenneth hamming it up as mustachioed Belgian detective Hercule Poirot. But Branagh has decided to bring the story up to date. I don't feel safe here. I don't feel safe with any of them. There are so many conflicting hates and jealousies. Oh, I like this. Well, nothing wrong with that, of course. Christie's novels were very much of their time, and times and attitudes change. But one thing Christie excelled at was plot, which usually worked like well-oiled, intricate clockwork. The murder was methodically planned. Find who did this. You are mad. You certainly don't need more plot, least of all a whole backstory of Poirot's early days that has next to nothing to do with the Nile or the death on it. Did you know, or care, that he was a Belgian war hero, or that there was a love of his life, and an actual reason for that ridiculous soup strainer on his top lip? He's only the greatest detective alive. I suspect you invited me for reasons other than the fun. You had something to hide. We have the Karnak all to ourselves, a chef and enough champagne to fill the Nile. All this pointless extra persiflage does is put off the story for 20 minutes, so we spend the rest of the movie sprinting to catch up. Let's meet the wedding party taking a luxury cruise on the Nile. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the newlyweds, Mr. and Mrs. Simon Doyle. You must meet Hercule Poirot. My congratulations, madame. Merci. The happy couple are played by Wonder Woman Gal Gadot, whose career took a slight dive since those heady days three years ago, and Army Hammer, whose career took a spectacular dive thanks to a scandal that erupted on social media. This may very well be his last movie for the foreseeable. When you have money, no one is ever really your friend. It's too late to change events. Also aboard is Mr. Book from the last Poirot movie, played by the charmless Tom Bateman, who I can only assume is a personal friend of Sir Ken. He's mostly on exposition duty. Ah, the bereaved. There's one at every wedding party. The good Dr. Windlesham proposed to Miss Ridgway when she was still Miss Ridgway. He and the papers both had the deal as good as done. Then came the engorged stallion, and now it's Mrs. Doyle. Dr. Windlesham is the strikingly miscast comedian Russell Brand, displaying a totally expected lack of talent as an actor. Also along for the ride, the casting is random in the extreme, our former comedy team Dawn French and Jennifer Saunders. Our other guests, Lynette's godmother, who despises Lynette's wealth, and the godmother's nursemaid, Bowers, who covets it, as does Lynette's own maid, poor old Louise. Playing Book's mother is, why not, Annette Benning, while up on stage is Sophie Hoconido as a wildly unlikely guitar-slinging cabaret star, with Letitia Wright as her pianist, manager, sax player, niece. It's all a bit vague. The only one who seems to like Lynette at all is her old schoolmate, Rosalie. She's Salome Otterbourne's niece and arranged for her to come to play for them. Now, there are usually two possible victims in a Christie novel. They're either someone universally hated, thus offering plenty of potential suspects, or someone no one has a bad word to say about, in which case it's revealed that they were all lying. Someone is dead. 
The crime is murder. The murderer is one of you. No sooner has the first victim been felled by an oriental poison, an antique Egyptian dagger, or an unexpected shot in the dark, than Poirot starts collecting clues, and the rest of us wait for someone else to get killed. Did you see or hear anything? I did not trust her. I still don't. What did you do last night? You accused me of murder. He accuses everyone of murder. It is a problem, I admit. Now, I know many people love whodunits rather more than I do, since Agatha Christie used to cheat shamelessly in her novels, suppressing information when it suited her and offering plots so intricate that only Hercule Poirot could unravel them. The best thing to do was just go along for the ride. Who really murdered them then? I don't know. I don't care. The prime failing of this film is Kenneth Branagh beefing up Poirot's character, giving him an implausible history and even a romantic interest at the expense of the actual story. I have no idea who killed the last two people, for instance. And frankly, when Poirot's moustache finally comes off, the last reason to watch Death on the Nile goes with it. Lock the doors! The murderer is here. And will stay here. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.